Haunches? Haunches is a big word. I don't know that word. It's just not in your lexicon. See, another big word I don't know. Because we're not horseback riders. Yeah, but I don't know the word lexicon. Sure you do. I never used it. You will now. I don't know. When... Use it in a sentence. Go for a spin. Um, do you mind if I go pour myself a hot cup of coffee? I'm in this lexicon mood. You nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> 20 questions or 20 minutes, whichever comes first, as long as it's you. This is You Go First. I'm your host, Blair Payton. We have 20 questions in a vase. My guests will draw the first question, and we'll go back and forth covering as much ground in 20 minutes. The timer begins after the first question is read. My guest today is a self-described curmudgeon, a general nihilist, and a yogurt lover, which I believe is the result of being the producer behind the true crime podcast, what makes a killer? Please clap to yourself like a crazy person and welcome my guest, Casey Georgie. I'm clapping for myself. Okay, that's um, that's not how you do it. A guest doesn't clap for themselves. That makes you seem like you're arrogant or crazy or crazy. Would you would you would you categorize yourself as crazy? Self-proclaimed crazy? Yes. Okay. Wait, can I just say something? You say you said curmudgeoned. In the intro. Did I really? Mm-hmm. My guest today is a self-described curmudgeon. I did stop the audio to go back and listen, and I I pronounced a phantom D. What is wrong with me? A phantom D. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> That's uh, my name on Grinder. <laughs> phantom D. I'm sure you don't have a lot of messages. I don't. I wonder why. Hmm. <laughs> do I say any other weird words at work? Uh, yes. Which, like, but, spoiler alert, we do work together. But go ahead. Yeah, true and Kate. Okay. <laughs> Tell the story. I don't know if it's much of a story, but we were going over a script, and in the comments in the Google Doc, I asked if I could truncate a paragraph, you know, just condense it, uh, shorten the paragraph. And Blair goes, now, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you said exactly. I think it's a truncate. You're like, um, I think I know how to truncate this. Um, so you knew what it meant, uh-huh. but you didn't pronounce it right. But I, I'm really not making this land either. I'm sorry. I'm losing my zest. So before we started recording <laughs> the show, she was like, I got to tell you the story. Uh, or no, you, you didn't say story. You said bit. Oh, no. We're not talking about this. Which made it seem like, oh, this is a good story. You're going to love this. And then as soon as you were telling, like, I was like half listening to it. And then <laughs> like midway through, you just stopped and you're like. This isn't landing, is it? And then you started laughing. So that's what landed for me, was the fact that you knew it wasn't landing. Do you want to tell the story? Maybe it'll land now. No. <laughs> no, because I realized, well, I think you were actually, no. Okay, we're not going there. I Can we admit to people that this is not our first take? <laughs> this has been just, yeah, we started recording, and then I, I think... This is an audio hellscape for me. This is my, this is stuff of nightmares for you podcasters out there. To look up from a wonderful, engaging conversation, what I don't know about and that. to your uh, okay. <laughs> and to your chagrin, to see that nothing is rolling, that nothing had been captured, and that that is just existing. That conversation is existing in the void, in the ether, and no one will hear the golden content that we came up with before this. And now nothing. We just I, have gabagool. I feel like I accidentally hit the space bar, guys. How am I? You still- really are Phantom D. D for ding dong. How am I working in the audio industry and not 
like 20 minutes later, look up and I was like, oh, we are not recording. So to reintroduce Casey, we actually work together and you work on the podcast, What Makes a Killer. Has that uh, made you jaded in life? Uh, yes. I. Uh, it's so much easier to kill people. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel as bad about it. Uh, but besides that, uh, yeah, I mean, I have quite a iron stomach. I've had many a salad while editing scripts and tape for people that are just completely grisly and grim. And I do have to say I've learned a lot of synonyms for words like disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my vocabulary has certainly grown in that way. Throw out some of those synonyms for the oh, audience. Oh, sure. Gruesome, grisly, grotesque, um, horrific, abominable, mm-hmm. abhorrent. Hmm. Now, have you gotten to the point where you had to recycle? Or are you still using the synonyms? Oh, I just recycle. Recycle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. I like that. I like that you're green. You're green with your words. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Now, another thing we were talking about, uh, we didn't talk about this on one of the many takes of the show, but um, before the show, we were talking about how people butcher our names, because your last name is Georgie. Correct. Uh, how have people butchered that? Well, only one time, really, and it's very hard to butcher. I've gotten George, which is fine. That makes sense. You drop the I at the end, which mm-hmm. we also had a discussion about dropping letters or adding letters to words. Uh, so one time in seventh grade, my science teacher was doing roll call and called me Casey or G. So she just thought the G and the E were silent. Now, did that land with the other students in the class? Sh- sure did. Okay. <laughs> sure did. Casey or G. It's hard to come back from that one. Uh, so I don't even know how that snafu occurred. Um, that poor, poor science teacher. Oh. I have gotten many a butchering. And I, I, Blair is a fairly easy name but you would be surprised it's happened a lot at starbucks so if you go to my instagram page uh at blair payton you can see i have just a full story of how they have butchered my name because i guess i say it weird what are some examples um well some of them i couldn't even pronounce like it was b l i a f f e blyoff how do you say your name blair do i say it weird blair i hear the f Okay, great. Okay. I hear the double Fs. Okay. You do add letters to words. We've talked about this. So it makes sense. Okay. Um, but no, I remember specifically one time as a kid, this story just popped into my head. So uh, my dad was a preacher and, uh, well, he still occasionally preaches, but this is when he was in the crux of it. Did I use that word correctly? Sure did. Great. Uh, but we were at a revival. It was me, my my dad, my sister, my mom, and my grandmother. And we were just visiting another church and the guy that was preaching, he was an older gentleman and he really fancied my grandmother hmm. and he was very flirty. Like where this is going. So from the pulpit, he introduced our family. He was like, it's so great to have the Peyton family here. We have Ben, his wife, Josanne, their son, Blake, and their beautiful grandma. He called me Blake. Just kind of glossed over me so he could get to my grandmother. Well, you know, I get it because Blair and Blake are both very eccentric B names. If you will. I guess. I don't know. My dad one time as a kid, as an eight-year-old kid, I would like to think I'm quasi-smart. He was talking to someone on the phone. He was like, yeah, my son's name is Blair. He's got one of those bisexual names. It's like, no, mm. it's it's unisex. But Right. Uh, like mine, actually. Casey. Oh, my God. We have so much in common. <gasps> so much in common. Actually, do you want to hear the origin behind my name. Yes. Like why I was named Casey. Yeah. Hit me oh, with <laughs> all right, everyone. If you're in your cars, if you're on the train, cozy up because this is a good story. Oh, God. So my mom was pregnant. Okay. 
naturally, okay. as you are. When That's you're, a good origin for this. <laughs> good origin story. And it was Halloween. Okay. And oh. a trick-or-treater. I know. I, full circle. Spooky. I was really born under a very uh, spooky. Murderous. Uh, path. Holiday. Yeah, holiday. Path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, a cute little trick-or-treater comes to the door dressed as a, I believe, cowboy. Okay. And my mom's handing him candy. Mm-hmm. She's six, seven months pregnant. And she goes, gee, you're so darn cute. What is your name? And he goes, Casey. And she rubs her belly, and she goes, that's what I'm going to name my baby. That's weird. Isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> it's not a family name. It's not after, you know, a famous scientist or biologist. It's just I'm named after this weird person, and for a while I thought, would it be a funny podcast to track down this person? Has, have you? Has she ever seen this kid again? No, no. He moved away. And I'm like, well, how? I, there must be a Casey in 1988 who was about seven years old, who was a cowboy in Nyack, New York, who, you know, I'm named after. And it's like, did, do I carry that legacy? Like, am I owning up to that name of Casey, the seven-year-old cowboy? That is insane to me. I hope if this Casey is listening, please reach out. Because please reach out. It's time to make a connection. Dad? Um, <laughs> that would know. be just as creepy. <laughs> I know. Plot twist. Oh, God. Well, I did do my 23 and Me, so uh, that should be – maybe I have, I have some uh, ancestry there with this, this kid. Okay. Well, on that note, it's okay. time to answer 20 questions in 20 minutes. Are you ready? I am ready. Do you have a strategy to get through all 20 and 20? Yes. I'm just going to answer one question for as long as possible. Strong. Strong. I like it. Okay, so you're going to draw the first question. Mm-hmm. As soon as you read it, I'm going to start the timer, and we will be off. Okay. Casey Orgy, you go first. Oh, you said it correctly. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to get mm. some field like tape here. I like how this sounds. Ooh, ASMR. Ooh. Ooh like Don't stop. One. Okay. Okay, here we go. First question. Unfurling... <laughs> I love the play-by-play. Play. The question. Okay. <clears throat> what have you learned about yourself in the last year? Timer begins now. You know, it just occurred to me that I think I am a yogurt addict. You are, because you come into work with vats of yogurt. <laughs> and that's it's not true. an exaggeration. It's, it's like, not. It's like the big containers. It's Yeah, they're big containers. I can't start my day without yogurt. I mm-hmm. think about yogurt. If I'm out of yogurt, I actually panic. I'm like a doomsday prepper. I need to have the vats of yogurt. Why do you love yogurt so much? Probiotics, man. Well, and isn't there calcium for bone health? And protein for bone health. <laughs> you and are crushing it. Strength. Uh, what is your favorite brand? Go-to brand. Oh, Faye. It's Faye. Is it? Yeah. I look at the it thing. Says it says it on the label. I, okay, listen. It says F-A hyphen Y-E-H. Yeah. How would you say that? Oh, wouldn't that be Faye? Faye? Well, they have the F. You know what? Pick end. a new brand. One that's just like Gary's yogurt because I ain't got time. I don't like Gary. I like Faye. Oh, my God. Faye? Okay, so what have I learned about myself this past year? Okay, mine's a little deep because I did go through a breakup. Uh, so I will – I I have learned that I'm stronger than I give myself credit for. Oh, great. My answer was so vapid. Yeah. Um, how important is it to you that people like you? Ooh, it's a deep question. Um, I hmm, – 
I would like to say that it's not important and that I'm my own person and I am a strong individual, but that is not the case. I I don't like it if someone doesn't like me. I, I'm going to be short and sweet. I'm going to just say I think it depends how I feel about that person. If it's Ooh. someone I like and admire and I want their respect, mm. it matters to me. Yeah. If it's someone I don't really care about, like I don't think Trump – likes me. I don't think he cares about me. Oh, you have bother a be- me. Yeah, you have a better answer Doesn't than I bother do. me. No, I don't know about that. We don't have to compete. But okay. um, well, you're in the lead. Do you like my answers? I mean, I do. Yeah. Me. Did you, did you did, like how I responded I with I thank you so oh much? My God. Also, too, I think yeah. it's the performer in me. Because especially when you go on mm-hmm, stage, mm-hmm. you want them to be like, oh, my God, you're amazing, and applaud right. and laugh at everything. So I think that just speaks to myself as a performer as well. That makes sense. And when my joke didn't land, I didn't care because I don't care what you think about me. Because Are we growing uh, at this moment? Oh Get out the yogurt. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Draw the okay. next question. Okay. Wow, we're really just blazing. Please. Yeah, we got through two. We are crushing it. Okay, next question. Thank you. Ooh. It's making my skin uh, crawl in a good way. Have you ever done a walk of shame? Pretty much every walk I do is the walk <laughs> of shame. To to the office, to home, to the shower. But no, in real to life. To my yogurt? Okay, fine. The classic. The classic walk of shame. Up. Sure, sure. Many times. I mean, I, <clears throat> oh my God. So over a decade ago, mm-hmm. I went to Ithaca College. Okay. And, whoo. I was seeing this guy at Cornell. Okay. And I used to walk between the two campuses, which was a, a couple of miles. So yeah. you have a lot of shame to walk through. Would this be early morning, late nights? Uh, I did a, a mixture of both. Okay. So I also liked, I like a good Irish goodbye. So sometimes in the middle of the night, I would leave. I'm the same way. Only when I've been drinking a lot. Cause my, same. Because my body will hit a certain point where it's like you're done. You and need to be in your own bed. And I don't want people to try and convince me to stay out. So I'll just goodbye it. Oh, Yes. In an Irish way. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I have as well. Uh, not shocking. Uh, the one that comes to mind specifically is when I was visiting New York before I lived here. And I was on Tinder because whenever you go to a new city, uh, specifically outside of my hometown, you just have a plethora of choices. So I matched with this guy who was a fashion designer. I think he was a fashion designer. At least that's what he told me. Hmm. So we went on a date and he was kind of cute. We had a, a good time. And then we went back to his place. And I don't know if I was drinking or feeling in the wrong area, but I don't think he had balls. I couldn't find his balls. Not to get too specific, but yeah, we were like hooking up and like, I, I found his penis. Like I there thought, was just like a, a void. There was like, I was like, was just, pat, I found myself like patting around and I was like, where is it? Um, and he didn't give you some sort of heads up? Well, he might have had, I know, well, I didn't want to ask because what if he had had cancer and had to have his balls removed? That's a thing, right? Yeah. Didn't that happen on Sex in the City with Steve? He had a ball removed. But he had it replaced with like, uh, like a plastic one. Um, a plastic one, yes. But <laughs> just a plastic bottle. But it was kind of a because I had I had a little bit to drink, so I could have very well been feeling his thigh. Um, <laughs> but to answer the question at hand, <laughs> I did do a walk of shame at like three thirty a.m. because he was like, "All right, thanks for coming to my apartment." I was like, "Okay," I like I just. I guess it was a little presumptuous to think I was going to stay in his really nice apartment. So I was walking back to my hotel where my friends were at. And 
I felt like oddly like, yeah, I'm in New York and I'm doing a walk of shame at 3 a.m. in the middle of the city. Like, How many bodegas were open? I did not stop at a bodega. Oh. That's a lie. I went to Walgreens. That's not a bodega. But I wanted, every time I have a hookup, I like to have Diet Coke. I think it replenishes my oh, fluids. Oh, you know, oh, see, and I forgot to add uh, to my walk of shame that my classic move, stopping at Dunkin' Donuts at 3 a.m., getting a toasted bagel, everything bagel with cream cheese, the schmear, the spread, it's all over. You're eating on the train. Oh, I can't even tell you. I love that. Oh, God. it's Nothing is more New York than that. Well, I think I even posted a story of me walking home from my walk of shame. I didn't say what I was doing, but someone from home was like, Blair, are you okay? Are you safe? You're on a dark street. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm in New York. And I just hooked up with someone who I don't think has balls. Okay. Hmm. I'm not really sure. I would really like to find this guy and just double check. Because that has always haunted me. Do you think maybe he's telling this story in an alternate universe where he's like, there was this <laughs> man who just kept this pawing man. at my thigh and kneading <laughs> me like a kitten, uh, like he was making pizza dough. And I just had to politely <laughs> ask him to leave. And here you are like, he had no balls. Probably. That that would be uh, very on brand for me. Okay. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Ooh, uh, the cast of Friends. Oh, fuck. Can I just kill them all? I mean... Can that... I kill the producers for that show? Uh, yeah. No. No, you have to stick to the question. I was going to be nice and let you... Let, you can kill them in addition to, because oh, I know you have God. the experience for what makes I don't know their names. I'll just describe them with well, what Here, I I'll know. go first. Okay. And then you'll hear the names. Okay, so kill... Ross. That's easy. He's the worst. He did not support Rachel. He didn't trust her. Uh, she gave up her career in Paris for him. Ugh, that guy needs to go. Um, fuck, of course I'm gonna have Joey because, like, he seems very experienced, but also kind of tender. And Mary? I'm gonna marry Phoebe because I, I love to laugh, and she would make me laugh. And she's very spontaneous, and we'd, ha- we'd have a great life together. So those are my choices. Your go. Okay. When you said Mary, I was like, who's Mary? Um, God. God. Okay. Uh, Kill. I'm still going to stick with the producers of the show. The people, whoever had the the inception of the show, this idea to make the show, I would kill them. Okay. I would fuck uh, the. Describe him. Like, can I, can I fuck the couch that they all sit on? Wow, you are not really adhering <laughs> to the rules. The coffee shop that they go to, <laughs> Central Perk. All right, draw the next question. We ain't got time <laughs> for this. We're All gonna right. have a long discussion about how you don't Fine. follow rules. I'm a rule breaker. Okay. <clears throat> What's your biggest pet peeve about living in New York? Are bed bugs a pet peeve? Sure. Have you had bed bugs? I have. <gasps> it's. I don't. Please tell me it was think a long I could time talk ago. About it. If you have them now, I'm going to be low-key annoyed that we're doing this interview now. <laughs> Don't. Uh, that's, no, it was that's a, a big fear. <laughs> no, it was in Queens okay. many years ago, and it was my roommates, and they actually never made it into my room, and I never got bit. Yeah. But it was fumigated several times, and I did have to wash every single item of clothing, mm-hmm. which was, like, probably hundreds of dollars. And I had just moved in and, like, unpacked, and like, a week later, we found out we had bed bugs. It was their shitty IKEA bedpost or whatever that they bought on Craigslist. Yeah, they they found like a 
whole like complete family living there. So um, yeah, it was horrible. It was really triggering and. I would uh, say we got so. through it though. It was horrible. So that would be my pet peeve. So especially when people are on the subway rubbing up against me, mm-hmm. I'm like don't give me your fucking. Well, my bed roommate bugs. thought he had bed bugs, so we fumigated the whole apartment. I washed my clothes, only to find out he had eczema. <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> Um, That's annoying. So uh, my pet peeve really quick is, I told you this yesterday, when I was on the train coming back into work, um, these performers got on, they were playing loud ass music, start dancing, and they're doing their flips relatively close to my face. And then when they're done, they're like, they're clapping in a way that's like, come on, clap for us. We just perform for you. And I'm like, no, bitch. I did not sign up or buy tickets for this show. That would be like me getting in an Uber with you and doing improv for you and getting mad when you don't laugh. I don't like spontaneous shows. So I don't love that. That is my pet peeve. No, that's a good one. Very Thank New York. You. How much time do we have? Okay, we have. I just want to know. Me, I want to start doing speed. Uh, eight speed and a half reads. minutes. Okay, we're fine. Describe your dream home in 10 words or less. Uh, okay, at this point in my life, I would love to live in the city, so I would say Upper West Side. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say... She is looking at her finger and (laughs) tapping it slowly because she's at a loss for a word. I just want to paint a visual. Um, uh, Cabin? Woods. Oh, please, Mr. Cosmopolitan. Why? Because I couldn't think of the word. I couldn't conjure the word cabin. Cabin, woods, home, studio. This is very on brand for someone who was uh, named after someone on Halloween and produces a podcast (laughs) about murder. I just just want to point that out. You know, I'm going to stick with those four. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, and uh, a dungeon for... (laughs) Captured roadside strays. Oh, I have one more word left. Coffee. Oh, and coffee. Okay. Draw the next question. We are also both. I think you're the reason why I'm addicted to coffee now because you drink oh, it so much. Oh, great. And I wanted to impress you. Have you ever been slapped in the face? Uh, I th- just playfully, okay. I think. I was slapped in the face. <gasps> Earnestly? Earnestly. <gasps> what did you say? Uh, so it was in Virginia, and it was when I was working for a top 40 radio station, K92. Are you familiar? No. Okay. Uh, so we had uh, a sponsor. It was called the Clover Club in West Virginia. <laughs> and so we That got- sounds very West Virginia. <laughs> so I we- don't even know what that means. It was like this club. It was, apparently, it was a hot ticket. So me and some of the people that worked there, we got ticket. like passes to get in or whatever. And so we got hammered. And we were leaving, and I was throwing up outside the front door. And so, yeah, I was a mess. Uh, still am. And uh, so I don't remember what happened. I just remember I was throwing up, and then some redneck guy came out and just went, Wham! But I was, like, so disoriented, and I just kept looking at my friend, and I was like, I just got bitch slapped by a redneck. Yeah. So I got slapped. Why do you think he slapped you? I have no idea. I guess he's not a fan of, like... Public vomiting? Being weak. You know. You know how... Yeah, sure. Toxic masculinity. Gay, yeah, sure, closeted sure. gay guys in West Virginia. Get it together. <laughs> so I have been slapped. All okay. right, draw the next question. Oh, wait. You drew it. It's my turn. Ah. That's actually the noise I made when he slapped me. Mm. Are you scared of the coronavirus? 
This is a good question because I don't entirely know what the symptoms are. So I don't know if I should be afraid. People are dying, right? Big time. Okay. Big time dying. So walk me through what it is. So I am no expert. I have been reading about it. And this is what I know. Okay. So it has uh, flu-like symptoms. Okay. They're not sure of the origin. They do think it's from an animal or some sort of, like, I I mean, there were rumors that it was a snake, but that's not been confirmed. I think it's been debunked. But, yeah, symptoms are flu-like. It's all respiratory. Uh, So it could look like just a normal sick flu, you know, common cold, like sneezing, running nose, whatever. But um, it is deadly, and I think it is airborne. Not airborne. It's contagious via, you know, just germs. Like if someone has the virus and they're touching surfaces and counters and stuff like that, you can get it. So people are encouraged to wash their hands, wear masks, you know, cover your mouth when you're coughing, don't touch public surfaces, you know, just, uh, yeah, basically don't ride the L train, which I do every day. And to answer your question – I am scared, and I have a I friend who now. actually went doomsday prepping at a Walmart in Maine. I was like, you're, motherfucker, you're in Maine. Y'all are fine. I'm riding one of the most crowded subway systems. So, yeah, uh, so they went prepping. I don't know what that entailed. I don't know what that looked like. He was just letting me know that that's what he spent his Monday doing was going to Walmart and prepping. I don't know, getting canned soup. Well, the more I hear about it, and anytime I feel bad, I'm starting to think, what if this is a symptom of it? Because I was laying in bed the other day, which is what I do pretty much every day. I come mm-hmm. home, get in bed, watch Hulu, and eat. Uh, I have a I have a full life. And I started feeling like my body felt weak. It turns out I was taking too much iron supplements, but still, because uh, I looked that up. Oh. I could be wrong, but that's what WebMD said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at first, I, I, I went to Corona, and I was like, this is it. Better start writing the will. Well, and well, and just know there's no confirmed cases in New York yet. There's there okay. they they are in California, which is concerning. So it is in the U.S. Um, but what is alarming is that there's so many unconfirmed cases because people are not getting tested. You know, you could just have the symptoms and say, "Oh, I'm sick. I have the cold," but you don't know it's the coronavirus. So your recommendation is just be afraid. Yeah, and okay. get a flu shot. Okay, draw the next question. I have not gotten a flu shot either. Oh, I have. You should. Is it too late? No. Okay. I'll do it now. It's easy peasy. Thank you. What side of the bed do you sleep on? Uh, A diagonal? Okay. Just all of it? If I'm looking at the bed, like standing over it, I sleep on the right. But if I'm laying in the- Stage right? Bed right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But if I'm laying in the bed, it would be, and looking up at the ceiling, it would be left. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you sleep on your stomach or on your back? Ooh, um, I do everything. I'm a stomach sleeper. Most people are. Oh. I can actually fall asleep on my back, which makes me like a goblin. Oh, I thought it was special because I slept on my stomach. I guess Everybody not. does. All right. Okay. How would you rank the following in importance? Family, career, love life. Mm. Family, career, love life. Okay. So I'm going to start from least important. Okay. Family. <laughs> it's true. You're not very close with your family? No. Okay. No. And I want to keep this funny, so I'll leave it at that. Well, I understand that because your mom named you after a child she's never met. Mm-hmm. So you can see how close we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. makes, uh, I, she that couldn't tracks. find a single family name. So that will also give Hello, you some insight. Boy. You will be my daughter's name. <laughs> uh, oh, and, and your mom is movie life. British. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, 
then I would say uh, second important, yeah, probably career. Okay. And then one, love life, because I know Ben, my cutie pie, is going to be listening to this because I'm going to make him and I'll be sitting here listening to it with with him. And then and you then will have we sex will with have, him. Yes, we will have sex. <laughs> Immediately after. Like... Immedi- during. Oh. No, 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 no. I want your full attention when you Okay, okay. Wait. Ca- future Casey and Ben, <laughs> wait to have sex. <laughs> Reward him for listening to the whole thing by having sex with him. Mm-hmm. That's what you have mm-hmm. to do. That is my womanly duty. Okay. Um. Well, I can't put love life first because I don't have one at the moment. So that is going to be last. Family, I am close to my family. You are. Um. Oh. Big fan of Ben, Pl- ben Platon. Ben Payton. It's a difficult name. I get it. Blair Payton. That's me. <laughs> I'm just practicing. <laughs> I'm practicing. You're doing good. So, uh, okay, to look like a sweet person, I'm going to put family first and oh. then career. But we're oh. well, neck to neck. <gasps> that's it. Oh, I didn't like that. God, this was like uh, Operation. <laughs> so that's it. All right, do you want to see how many questions we got through? Sure. What happens when you get one, through two, a certain amount? Three, four, nine. We got through nine, almost half. Nine. Uh, there is no presence. It's uh, it's just the satisfaction of accomplishing something in our life. So now that we can move forward and take that into our everyday world. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize I just got on the Dr. Phil podcast, but sure. <laughs> Great. Casey, thank you so much for coming first. Thank you so much for having me first. Now, is there anything you would like to promote? Uh, It can be anything. Even stuff you're not involved with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe donate to finding a vaccine for the coronavirus. I don't know. Uh, Wildlife, uh, climate crisis, uh, feeding the hungry. I said one thing. Oh. Get a yogurt. I love it. Yeah, start small. And then work your way up. No, get the vat. Start big with a vat of yogurt. Well, yeah, but compared to coronavirus. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. you're starting smaller. Yeah. So I love that. Do you want people to follow you on social media? Sure. Um, yeah, my Twitter. Oh, it's a hoot. I have maybe five posts. I have uh, 45 followers. So I'd well, love to have more. What is your last post? Oh, it was um, about a book I've been reading. I said it was deliciously salacious and horrifying. And the author liked it. Oh, what's the book? It's called Her Body and Other Parties. It's very good. The writer is 33 years old. Wow. It's like magical realism meets horror, sex, fantasy. um... I feel like, and just everything I've learned about you since the beginning of the show, I feel like you could murder someone in the future. Because you're reading a book (laughs) that sounds kind of murdery. Uh, your mom picked your name from a kid on Halloween. I know a lot about the virus. You know a lot about the... I'm, I feel like I need to publish this episode quickly, so that way if I go missing, people will be like, I, I got a clue. You haven't blinked once. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were cutting, so I just stopped. I just was waiting. I was like, and cut. Um, so anyways, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe on Spotify, podcasts, all of them. And give me a good review. I, I need some validation in my life. So on that note, have a great day and we will talk to you soon. <laughs>